Welcome to the 2400 Block Podcast with your host, Johnny Roots. Hey, Claire. Thank you very much. Anyways, we have another episode. We have a guest that's from the Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina area. We've got award-winning and best-selling author on Amazon. He does fantasy fiction and more. And he is an amazing human being. And we're going to get to that part later. But here he is. Without further ado, Jay Edwards Holt. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Hope you are as well. Great. All right. So we're just going to talk about uh, your upcoming books. We're going to talk about your your resume of, of great literature here, as well as uh, talking about where to find you on social media. But by the way, uh, before I go on with this, what do you think about this? I'm just going to show you this real quick. It is an amazing piece of work, and it's going to be just like one of the most oddest questions I'll ask you. And you're probably wondering what this is, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. It's actually for the headphone. So uh, you just pretty much just put the top of the headphone uh -huh. right here onto here, and it just hangs on. My friend Jesse oh, okay. from San Diego made that one. Yeah, this is this is actually 3D printed. So that looks uh, oh, okay. looks pretty awesome. Is that yeah. <laughs> plastic? Is that what that is? Uh, it, it's some uh, sort of, uh, it's like a string. It's almost like a thread. And it just, you know, builds hmm. for like two, three hours at the most. I guess this is around three hours. And mm -hmm. he had to assemble these, so he had to put these screws. So, uh, yeah, um, shout out there to Jesse wow. for, for giving me this a uh, couple of months ago as a gift. So, yeah, that's just something I want to show you. 3D printing is just amazing. All it right. is. It's very. Uh huh. Okay, let's get right down to it. Okay, so um, you're a product of North Carolina, and I do remember That's my cool. friends calling it North Khaki Lacky. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I've I, heard I'm that sure before. You you, I, I'm sure you take that with pride there. Mm, so, uh. So, Jay, um, how was it like growing up as a kid in North Carolina? Um, <clears throat> well, you know, it was um, I grew up in a small town, so there's that. Um, it was it was a pretty decent place, you know, but, um, you know, for me, it was a little bit tough because, you know, I had anxiety and depression and all that as a kid. So that made things a lot more mm -hmm. challenging. Um, but it was a pretty good, pretty good community for the most part. Um but, you know, like I said, there were a lot of challenges and things and probably could have had, you know, um, better help systems in place. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, w I grew up not too, too far from where you were, actually three hours away. I grew up in the uh, Norfolk and Virginia Beach area. So I used to oh, okay. yeah. live over there. The, it's a great community, very laid back. I always love going back home there during the holidays. Always get to see mom yeah, and dad. Like That's actually where the home. rest of my family is. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. What are some of your favorite movies and TV shows that you grew up watching? Hmm. Let's see. So I grew up watching things like, um, let's see, for cartoons, I grew up th watching things like Looney Tunes and... Um, 
well, of course, SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. Um, Cat Dog for all the 90s babies out there. Um, what else did I watch? Um, whole lot of, you know, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, old classic Cartoon Network, like Courage the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Lab, all those things. Um, mm -hmm. I, I watched a lot of cartoons growing up, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, man. I remember when cartoons were great back in the heyday. And I can't believe it's like... 40 years ago now that I watched cartoons. 1984 was such a great year. I can't believe it's 40 years old now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Yes, it is. I remember watching G.I. Joe, you know, Transformers, He-Man, Thundercats. Those were really good cartoons. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was, I was born in 89, so I was just a little ways behind you. Oh, okay. So you're just as old as Taylor Swift. Sorry to uh, put you yeah. there. I know you guys are born in the same year. Um, yeah, as, as long as she's young, I'll be young. So, yeah. I wonder what <laughs> happened in 1989 that time for me. I was, I was a freshman in high school. Yes, I was. 1989. What a year. Um. Hmm. All right. I'm going to ask you another oddball question here since it's sort of like maybe related to your book, but I just decided to throw it in anyways. Have you ever been to Medieval Times Dinner and Tournament? I have once. Um, I think it was back in 2014 I went for the first time, and I really enjoyed it. And, and um, I was the – I think I was the, the yellow team, and we actually won that time. Uh -huh. So it was a great experience. Oh, that's wonderful, man. Was that in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? It was, yep. All right, because that's like the nearest uh, medieval times your way over there, and uh, we have one over here in Chicago, not too far from downtown. Um, I was cheering for the Red Knight in the Joust tournament. Um, I loved eating the rotisserie chicken, by the way, which was like a mess on my hand, but it was <laughs> it, <laughs> it was, was entertaining, food. and yeah, and uh, the the red the Red Knight lost twice. I was cheering at first, and I blew a whole lot, and I lost my voice in the end. But it was worth it anyway. <laughs> Were you in the red section? Uh, yes, I was. Oh, okay. Two times already that time. So maybe I'll go back again next year. I have, like, pictures. Uh, um, I wish I could, like, show it. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll show it as a cutaway video as I'm talking. Um, all right. So so how how is it like um, on the daily living with Tourette's syndrome, obsessive compulsive disorder and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It can get very challenging, you know, it, it, um, mm -hmm. it can get very challenging and it can interfere with certain things that you want to do. Um, and just make, uh, certain everyday tasks harder than they need to be. Um, mm -hmm. I think I've definitely gotten better at dealing with it over the years. But it's still something that's present and challenging for sure. Okay. Does that interfere with what you're doing, like your book work? Um, not as much. Not as much. No. When I'm doing something, you know, that I love, it doesn't interfere as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um All right. That might I might have covered that question already. Um you said in the 
uh, podcast with Frank Starfire. By the way, Frank Starfire, uh, props to you. You did a good job in interviewing uh, Jay Edward, and now here's my opportunity. Um, have things significantly significantly approved through uh, significantly improved through the years? Sorry about that. I got tongue twisted. <laughs> it's fine. I I do that all the time too. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where. You know, things will improve for a while and then things will kind of get hard again and then they'll improve again. You know, it's just it's um, it's just just kind of a struggle like that. You know, there are times that are better than others and times where it interferes less than others. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of just where you just enjoy the good times and, and be ready for the not so good times, you know. Yeah. I hear you. Tell us about your latest book here, uh, The Crossing, A Wayfarer's Chronicles. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. So, uh, all your fans or all these listeners here are just getting to know your work. Absolutely, yeah. So, <clears throat> the um, as you said, the latest book I released was The Crossing, A Wayfarer's Chronicles. It's um, it's a story that is very dear to my heart. I, it's <clears throat> kind of been in my head since for at least four or five years and um but basically the premise of the story is um in the universe that I created the seven branches there's this uh realm that serves mm-hmm. as a passage between the living and the dead and that realm is also known as the crossing and the story is written from the point of view of the wayfarer who is the captain of a ferry that um carries the dead across the ocean to their destination. And, um, okay. you know, he's, he's gotten used to his lifestyle and everything's going good. And then one day, um, a living girl shows up. It's only supposed to be dead people on the ferry. And that really, oh, wow. um, shakes things up. And it's all about the struggles with that. Oh, wow. That is very interesting. I'm going to have to take a look into that. Very good, very yeah, good it's, it's uh, cool. synopsis good there. Good so far. <laughs> yeah. How how long has it been out? Um, hmm. It was earlier this month, not too long ago. Mm. Um, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Okay. Were you able to do any uh, book signings lately? Um. Well, you know, actually, I had one scheduled for this Saturday for, at a um comic convention in Lewisburg, North Carolina, but. Uh, the host had something come up, so it's going to be rescheduled. Okay. All right. So that, that's, uh, I mean, that's good. They get to reschedule that thing sometime, and hopefully uh, you'll meet new people there, and as well as your loyal fans if, they're, if they show up. Yeah. All right. So, uh, by the way, what's, what's your go-to food? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Another one of these off-ended questions. Yeah. Um, I'm a Subway guy. I'm always eating Subway. Like three times a week, I eat Subway. So, <laughs> oh wow, okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Subway food is good. As for me, I go to Raising Cane's. Um, yeah, ever since they've they've opened it here, and uh, I've always been going over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love their I love their chicken tenders. Yeah, here. Now, where do you draw? Your inspiration when it comes to the world you create in your work, such as the Baron World Trilogy, the Battle of Donamore, the Summoner's Gem, and your latest one? Um, 
Let's see. You know, well, I love, um, you know, stuff that Tolkien has done and, um, uh-huh. you know, uh, C.S. Lewis with, with his Narnia stuff and um, just things that I grew up on. You know, I, I would watch movies or read books and about special worlds like that. And I just always wanted to, to make one of my own. And um, uh-huh. when I started my first book, I didn't really have that in mind. But then I decided to go ahead and do that. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of work to keep everything connected. But, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, um, it definitely keeps you on your toes. But it's worth it. That's cool. So every time you're watching, you're like, oh, I got an idea. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So our... Um... Are any of the characters in your books actually inspired by real-life individuals that you come across with? Um, hmm. Not so much anybody, you know, really, because um, the characters are kind of, you know, just so, what do you call it, fantastical or whatever. I've never really known anybody uh-huh. like that. Um, so, no, not really. It's more just characters that I've made up. Um, uh-huh. Over the years, cool. Wow, this is this is different from Frank's interview, huh? I'm talking more about your book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the focal point here, guys. Talking about his book, got to get that book out there. So yeah, yeah we're trying to yeah. we're trying to hype up the uh, the Crossing a Wayfarer's Chronicles that that's out right now, folks. Check it out right now. I'll show the image on your screen. Jay Edwards, you're not seeing it yet, but you will <laughs> when it comes to the uh, to the post production. That's the book right there, folks. It looks awesome. Be sure to get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or wherever books are sold. And over here in Naperville, it's probably at Anderson's Bookshop. So, um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, looking at at looking at that awesome artwork over there, man, who does the artwork for your novels? I mean, they, it looks impressive on each book. Well, thank you. It's, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a different couple of artists for each one. Um, I, you know, I get an artist to draw the image and then I have a um, graphic designer that makes it into a cover and everything like that. Um, a lot of times I'll find like artists on Fiverr. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, you can, you can hire freelancers on there and, um, there's a lot of up and coming artists that are really good. And, you know, um, so that's where I get a lot of the artwork done or places like Fiverr. That's cool. I might have to look into that because I'm trying to come out with a book. It's a, it's a futuristic novel right now. It's taking me like five years to do. It's because Mm -hmm. of real life. And also I've got writer's block recently. I've been, I've been not writing for a while and I, I have a really good uh, story in mind. It takes place in the future, the uh, post-apocalyptic era, and it's more like a a PG-rated version. Well, let's not really say PG. It's more like mature, (laughs) Uh, that route, yeah. And I I made all these characters based uh, mainly from my coworkers. They all have these different personalities, and I just said to myself, wow, with all their personalities, I might as well just – put all this into a book and make them into uh, different names. And that's what I did. And I showed, I showed a rough draft of some of them and they're like, wow, you really uh, changed my whole name into something. I'm like, yep, it's all, it's all creativity. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so hopefully, if ever the book comes out, I'll definitely uh, let you be in the know. So, absolutely. Yeah. How far did I you say have... along on it? Uh, I know it's been five years, like I've stated to you, but I have like two more chapters to go, and and then from there. I'm trying to figure out the ending that can um, lend some sort of gravitas to make it very powerful. And then there, there, then there mm -hmm. are some alternate endings where I'm saying, uh, if that's not better, then this is better. Right now, i got like three or four that's like floating around in my mind. I understand that. It's, it's hard to pick that just right ending a lot of times. Yeah. I just want something that can like uh, have this profound impact on the reader and there's mm -hmm. this thing about morals and, and, and doing the right thing, integrity. And I'm, I'm sure that comes across in your novels. You have the protagonist and the antagonist and, and, uh, and, and the, the good guys are basically doing the right thing. So, mm -hmm. um, and that's something I must admit is uh, very lacking in, in, in television and, and movies too. Well, uh, let me be honest with you on this one too. <laughs> You you watch some of the stuff that were in the era in our era back then, and you see how good it was. But now everything seems so edgy, and I don't know. That's just my honest opinion of it. Um, mm -hmm. Some programming is very good, like Percy Jackson. Uh, by the way, I put um, <laughs> the I put the Chronicles of Narnia back on my watch list. I haven't seen that in years. So I need to to really get caught up with that trilogy again. So yeah, yeah I just I just got back Disney Plus <laughs> after so long, and me and my me and my budgeting here, uh, ending one streaming channel to another. Um, <laughs> all <laughs> That's right. how it's it is. Be, uh, well, yeah, yeah. As in, in regards to programming, I do love a lot of shows, but it just seems like some there's just not too much morals these days when it comes to the programming. And I just want to state that to you guys, whoever's listening, whoever's watching this podcast. I know some of you may disagree, but that's just how I've been feeling for a guy that's lived off in the 80s and the 90s. And here I am now in the 2000s and we're now in 2024. Wow. Can you believe it's been 24 yeah. years after 2000? <laughs> and <laughs> how old were you in two? How old were you in 2000? You were like, what, 11, right? I'll, yeah, around that time. 11, yeah. Yeah, Wow. Yeah. I've always wanted to ask an author like yourself this one question. Does it take okay. a lot of money to publish, let's say, a 300-page novel? I'm going to hear your perspective on that. Um, well, really, I mean, the, with, with Amazon's program that I use, you can publish completely for free. Um, you know, the, the costs lie in, um, you know, hiring an editor, of course, you know, hiring a cover designer, somebody to um uh draw your illustrations if you have them and of course um there's money involved in promotion if you you know if you want to pay to promote um but the actual publishing process itself is free which um is nice okay. um but there are a lot of costs involved if you want everything to be tip top shape i would say mhm mm what would be the ballpark figure so that way a person like me would know in the future. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know, it can, it can range from, you know, just a few hundred to get something published to thousands, really. It just depends on, you know, who you hire to do the work and, 
um, what you work out between you and the artist and all that kind of, and you and the editor and stuff, you know, um, some editors charge a lot more than others. It just depends on things like that. But, um, you know, you could get out under $300 or you could end up spending thousands of dollars. It just depends on the people. Mm. I see. Now for your first, your first book, um, how much did you put into that? Huh, well, <clears throat> when I was first publishing that, I ended up putting, let's see, I put almost $1,000 into it for this company to publish it because I didn't know any better at the time. And uh, the company actually went under as soon as I paid them off. So, you know, I lost that money completely. Um, then I took what I had and did Amazon's free publishing thing. Um, so that was very good. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I probably redesigned the cover and all that stuff for about a hundred and some dollars. But I did lose quite a bit of money on that first one there. I'm sorry to hear that, but look where you are now, man. You know, you're, you're reaching your yeah. rewards. No, <laughs> ask for money. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely look up to you as soon as I finish the book. I'll, I'll definitely shoot you an email and I'm going to say, where, where, where should I go from here next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, how long does it take for you to come up with ideas for a new book? Like from, from start to finish, from the, from the moment you think what's up, whatever's on your mind to it being published. What's the timetable on that usually for you? Um, Let's see. For the longer books, I'd say it usually takes um, about a year or so. Um, some mm -hmm. of the shorter books, it can just be, you know, a month or less. Um, and, of course, short stories, they might just take like a few hours or something. It just depends on the, the length. But most of them would be the longer ones about a year, I would say. Okay. I see also that you do uh, poetry and you also do coloring books. That's a pretty good thing uh, besides being the the novelist. Well, I think I missed what you said. Oh, sorry about that. See, this is what happens, folks, when you're, you know, <laughs> doing the recording and then things kind of like freeze on one end. So, but when you watch it, on the post-production, it's going to look so clear. And you'll, you'll be like, what happened? Well, yeah. oh, well, here we go. <laughs> I'll ask you again. Oh, let me gather myself. I'm, I'm a little bit of some anxiety thanks to that freezing. But um, no so worries. you do coloring books and then you do poetry. Man, you're very versatile besides just writing these other novels. Man, you're great. Well, thank you. Yeah, I've, um, you know, I just, I want to expand my writing. You know, I want to have kind of something for everybody in a way. Um, mm -hmm. So last year I did the coloring book and um, I got that illustrated with characters from the books. And that way, uh -huh. um, you know, it'll be something for, for children or adults who love coloring to look at and um, maybe it'll prompt them to get a, another book. Um, but aside from that, I also have one children's book that is, um, that was very well illustrated and, um, the jealous little ogre you've probably seen that one it's um yeah but yeah that's the children's book okay looking at the illustration here now now did you do that or someone did that 
Someone else did it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I wish I could draw like that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you have it in your mind, like uh, how you yeah. want it to look like, and then someone will get it and we'll draw it for you. Yeah, it's All great right. having someone bring it to life that way. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask you another off-ended question. You ready for this? Sure. Do you still listen to CDs? <laughs> you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, mm -hmm. My car does have a CD player. Um, it's been a. It's only been a couple years though since I listened to them. Um, I've got all my music downloaded on my phone now, so I just play it through the aux port. But um, I do. I do still have some CDs that I burnt a few years back. Um, oh wow! And then of course. Some CDs from the 2000s and stuff. Wow. Same here, man. Uh, I just grabbed these off my car, and they've been, <laughs> they've been going through different conditions, different temperatures, and I'm like, wow, you survived <laughs> through the really hot weather to the very cold weather. I mean, we went as far as negative 12 or negative 15 mm -hmm. degrees over here a couple of days ago. Oh, Wow. And just uh, not too long ago, I, I believe it was like Monday or Tuesday, um, we had freezing rain and it impacted traffic big time. I mean, you get to see people walk, they leave out of the door, next thing you know, they fall. Just like, just like you're watching Home Alone, those guys falling down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was just as bad as that. And then the, the car is, is, is like, you think it's wet, but it's not. It's like actually freezing rain, sleet. Yeah, it was just terrible that day. Hmm. Yeah, we we don't see that a lot around here. Oh yeah, you're in you're in Raleigh where temperatures are a little bit more mild, right? Yeah, a milder winter so far. What's what's the temperature range uh, like over there so far? Hmm. I mean, now today we had sixty five degrees um, mm -hmm. with rain. Um, but let's see. Last week, you know, we had some we had some nights in the teens, like eighteen, mm -hmm. but not much colder than that. Oh, okay. I do have uh, friends that live in the Raleigh-Durham area. They they just moved out of uh, Illinois last year uh, because of a, of a job uh, uh, job situation. So I'm very proud of my friends. Bill and Jill over there in Raleigh-Durham. That right there is Jay Edwards Holt. He's your neighbor. <laughs> I'll just say that since y'all live in the same city. Now, aside from being the best-selling author that you are, and you have these other roles in life, man. You're like this superhero. Uh, you're an ordained minister. How did that come about? Well, let's see. So, you know, I grew up in church my whole life, um, you know, and I always kind of felt a calling to the ministry. And, um, you know, we had various programs for the teenagers in our church that wanted to, to get into ministry. And so I completed several of those programs and, um, um, got a couple of different ordinations back in 2014, I think it was. Um, mm -hmm. so, um, now I'm not a, like a pastor or anything like that, but I am ordained as a minister. You know, I can, uh, marry people or do funerals, God forbid, but you know, things like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If, if one day I will you know, marry my sweetheart. Maybe you can uh, marry us one day if we ever come down to Raleigh-Durham or maybe even Virginia Beach, which is like three hours away. I'll, you know, I'll yeah, be gladly absolutely. to pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you just let me know. I'll be happy to do it. 
Yeah, you know, um, my friends actually been there for two years, not last year. They've been there for two years now in the area, and I was supposed to have visited them uh, two Christmases ago, but it turns out that there was that Southwest fiasco. I don't know if you heard about it. The airlines, like, shut down nationwide, and I was one of those affected, and... I was in the middle of my connecting flight. I was supposed to go to Virginia Beach, and then the next day I'm supposed to see them in Raleigh-Durham, but that never happened because of that situation. And I had to take a rental car all the way from Baltimore and drive about four, five hours to Virginia Beach. Hmm. Wow. So it's that funny that you say that... it was a couple of years ago. It seems like it was just yesterday <laughs> that all that stuff Yeah, that does feel like that, doesn't it? And the year is going by so yeah. quick. Man, ordained minister. Wow. And you also help the uh, less fortunate in your community. What 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 do you do over there yeah, like, um, when you help them out? Yeah, I've done some um, various volunteer work. Um, mm-hmm. I was, uh, we did some um, art programs with elderly dementia patients um, and stuff like that. Just things to help out around and kind of give back to the community. Uh-huh. That's wonderful. And you, you uh, work with your church on, with on that with them? Um, actually, no. That was that was kind of an independent thing. Oh, okay. That's very nice of you, man. Mm-hmm. Now, now, do you have a family of your own? Do you have a wife? Do you have I kids? I don't. I actually, um, I live with my mom right now, who is who's um, who's not well. So I li- live with her and take care of her. As of right now. Oh, sorry to hear that, man. Hope she gets better. Thank well, you. I see, um, I think I see she will. figures behind you, man. Uh, what are those figures, by the way? I know I'm, I'm kind of like just looking on the background there behind you. That's some of her collection. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> She nice. likes to collect little figurines and put them in a shadow box like that. That looks awesome. I don't even <laughs> want to compare that to to my Funko Pop collection, which is still massively growing here. Um, for sure, I'll get a, a shelf for them. But right now, they just remain by the window here. <laughs> Did you see where I got a Funko Pop of myself? Oh, do you have a Funko Pop of yourself? I um, Yeah, let me show no, it I, to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, let's see if you can. I can get it in the camera there. Oh my it? goodness, that is awesome! Yeah, that's cool, that, isn't it? He's he's got a laptop, <laughs> <laughs> which I use for writing most of the time. So, <laughs> ah, that's nice. Was he like holding a laptop and then a one book on the other hand? Well, they didn't have a book at the time, so I just did a oh. laptop. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> he'll he'll be wonderful to meet my many friends over here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do, what do I have over here? I have, I have a, um, of course I have uh, Grogu. I have Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Freddie Mercury, um, uh, Oliver Queen. Uh, I think this is DMC from Run DMC. Uh, <laughs> the, what's his name? Um, the one that's with Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's. Uh, yep. Yeah, and 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 of course. My uh, my favorite Manny Pacquiao here. Oh, okay. I've yeah. never seen that one before. Yeah, he's one. He's one of those rare ones. Yeah, there's okay. so many of them now. <laughs> yeah, 
too many. And I, I went to like a um, a second and Charles store, and gosh, there's just so many of them. You ever went to a second and Charles store before? No, I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. So it's like this bookstore that sort of like caters to to all ages. Like kids can see all these toys and and collectibles, video games, musical mm-hmm. instruments. Uh, for 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 guys like around my age, um, like there's vinyl records, used vinyl records, new vinyl records, musical instruments on you know that you can get record player. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything, and that's why I love going to that store every once in a while. I love seeing these kids just enjoying their time, um, you know, being in a, in a book club for an hour, and then there's, like, someone uh, reading a story to them. I love that. I love this kind of environment. I wish there were, like, more of these uh, everywhere. Yeah, we definitely need more of that. That would be awesome. Yeah. And, and maybe one day you, you might just end up in a second in Charles one day. You may never know, <laughs> and you'll be yeah. like... Oh, I remember this guy telling me about Second and Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Is that are they mostly in Illinois or are they around the country or? Uh, they're everywhere. I did not okay. even realize that they had some in in uh, I believe near the um, DC uh, Northern Virginia mm-hmm. area. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely check it out. That's Second. That's two N D, and then the ampersand sign in Charles. You look Charles, that one up, okay. and, you'll be, and you'll be like, "Wow!" I even, I even made a uh, a video on my other YouTube channel. Maybe I can link you that later because it shows the whole Second and Charles store. Okay, cool. And, and it's an old video from like three or four years ago, and I still have it. I sometimes look at it, and I'm like, "This is the perfect time now to show you Second and Charles." Yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, maybe I might put that as a cutaway video so you guys can take a look. Uh, and, all right. Actually, this was a, a question I wanted to ask, ask you. How often you go on book signing tours? Um, let's see. Last year, I, I went on, let's see, I, I had probably, I think, eight book signings last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I'd like to have as many, but um, so far, a few different places, have, uh, venues have canceled or something. So I haven't had the chance to have any this year so far. Um but I'm I'm working on um, arranging some very soon. Mm. And and what's the furthest you went? Mm. Oh yeah, uh, Kentucky. I went to Elizabethtown, Kentucky, in 2022. Oh, is that Elizabethtown? Just like the movie Elizabethtown? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one with Orlando Bloom. Because I remember there was a movie called Elizabethtown. Hopefully that's it. If not, oh well, just ignore me, guys. Uh, <laughs> Wow, maybe one day you can make it here to the Chicago, Illinois area, especially in the suburbs. It's wonderful, man. I hope you check out Naperville. I'm put, putting in a plug for you guys. Y'all deserve to be recognized. And yeah, there's, like I said, Anderson's Bookshop. Uh, check it out. You know, hopefully I get to see your book over there. And if I do, uh, I'll send you an email or send you a message. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love traveling for book signings. I'll, I'm happy to go anywhere. So what is next? Or J. Edwards Holt. Any um, upcoming book project teasers that you want to tell your fan base out there? Um, yeah, as of right now, I'm um, currently, while I'm working on promoting The Crossing, I'm working on um, another book. It's um, it's a mythology that all those all, all the books are based on. 
It's um, mythology with gods and goddesses, and it's about all the creatures that are unique to the seven branches and like different species and all that stuff and legends and special artifacts and things like that. Um, so it's basically my mythology book. Um, I hope to have that out in a couple of months, maybe. It just depends on, I've got a lot of it written. There's mm -hmm. some editing to do. And so how do you do these, um, these ideas for your book? Do you just like jot them down on notepad? Do you just like to just type them out as details and then later on put them into sentences mm -hmm outlining how, what's your process of how you uh, come up with your ideas and making it into a book? Usually um, when they come to me, I'll, I'll type it into like the notes app on my phone or something. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes do the dictation thing or whatever. And um, a lot of times that's where I'll start with the book is by writing several chapters just on my phone um, throughout the day. Um, mm -hmm. And then eventually I'll transfer it to the laptop where I can really, get to work on the editing and everything. But a lot of it starts uh -huh. just on my phone because I'm so used to typing on that all the time that that's the best place for me to type it. That's awesome. I do the same exact thing. I, I just go on uh, notes on my phone and just start typing away. There was one instance where, oh my goodness, I all of a sudden, I don't know why I, why I did it, but I, I select selected everything by accident and deleted it. And I'm like, oh shoot, it's gone, gone from the cloud. <laughs> gone and I lost an entire chapter that was like the most saddest oh, no. day yeah so I had to uh, go go back and uh, remember what I've written but I had to make it twice as awesome than how I last written it so I had to put every important part uh, listed down mm -hmm. but then I just added some more in between it just to make it look even better and I'm glad I went past that part now Five, six chapters later, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, yep. I'll never look back at that moment again. <laughs> at least it was better. That's what counts. <laughs> yeah. And um, my girlfriend got me a MacBook, so I'm able to um, do everything on my MacBook wherever I go now, besides writing here at home mm -hmm. with, with, this, with this banner behind me. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll definitely... Uh, get into my book. I feel so motivated right now just because I'm talking to you directly. I mean, it's such an honor talking to, you know, to an author. I'm glad to be here. I, I hope you will be able to finish it. I think you can definitely do it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how can we find more about you on the internet and on social media? Um, you can go to my website, which is jaywardsholt.com, or you can uh, do a Google search for jaywardsholt. As far as the social medias go, I've pretty much got all of them. Um, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. Um, mm -hmm. and everything's the same. It's at jaywardsholt. So that's at J-E-D-W-A-R-D-S-H-O-L-T, at jaywardsholt. And um, you can find regular updates there. Um also, anyone that wants to get um, more updates can sign up for my email uh, list. They just send me their email, and I'll put you on the list for exclusive updates and sneak peeks, stuff like that. Awesome. That is awesome. Anyways, uh, I appreciate you for being my guest here today. So let's give it up once again for Jay Edwards Holt. And... um. Yeah, just wishing him all the best.
So one more time, Claire, uh, do a little bit of yee-yee for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for watching this episode of the 2400 Block Podcast. So honored again to have Jay Edwards Holt. I know I have to keep saying Jay. What does the J stand for, if you don't mind me asking? Joshua. Joshua. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah. you're, you're definitely just want to be called Jay, all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you take it easy there. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again real soon. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. Woo, man. You did a good job there, Jay. Thanks for checking out this episode of 2400 Block Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe.